Get ready for a king-size motion picture. Jeez, it's a lion! The Lion King. Can we keep him? It's the movie everyone's talking about. Not in front of the kids. It's the movie everyone's rushing to see. Let me in, let me in! It's the one movie you won't want to miss. Did I miss something? Only in theaters, it's Walt Disney Pictures' The Lion King. Back in my day, uh, David Petrangelo here, joined by Michael R. Power. And we are once again. I am me. I'm Carl. <laughs> Carl Garnish is joining me. us again. Carl, thanks again for, for coming in and stuff. We missed you, man. Oh, did you? Yeah, of course we did. What do you mean? A lot. Aww. Yeah. Come on. Did you listen to the last couple? That Jordan guy? I don't know, man. <laughs> Hey, I shouldn't say that. It was great. It was so much fun. And he said he had a great time, too. So yeah, just, he was awesome. Yeah. I'm just being a mean he guy. He was rubbing no salt reason. in my wounds because I, wanted, <laughs> was he I really? wanted to do the thing with him. <laughs> he's no Carl Garnish. Yeah, well, no, well. He's, he's no Carl, but Jordan, or Carl is also no Jordan. So we have a competition going. Sound, sounds like you guys are earning your pay that I, I, I give for compliments. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, before we get started, I do uh, want to say that we had a big birthday on the podcast last week. Oh, and we? we here at the podcast, we got a little uh, <laughs> a gift for our host here. I won't say how old I'm he so, is. I'm such an old man. But uh, he did have a birthday. A for those that can't see, which is no one that is listening, it's a star. It's a mini Star Wars bobblehead. It's for three. It's ages three, three and up. So that fits. I, I think I'm qualified. Yeah. They can see it. The oh, podcast, they can. Oh my god. It's it's all visual. Oh my god. So that, that's for our host. Who so we just want to say uh, thanks for hosting every week yeah, and thanks, guys. Uh, Very keeping fine. us on track and no you know always being. Setting it up. You do a lot of work I'm for trying. this podcast, so I'm, I'm trying, trying to say. And, uh, trying to have, we're I'm great trying to set up a good so time. Very I'm doing. Thanks, guys. That's awesome. Well, I won't say how old I am, but I am over 30, so how about that? <laughs> <laughs> so three and up. Yeah. Three and up. Nice. Thanks, man. That's amazing. Uh, guys, never mind. Oh, um, no, no, no. That, that was all that was all Mike. That, no, that, no, no. That no. is Mike's from not, the podcast. It's from that one. Okay. I, I got to give credit where credit's doing this. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's awesome. I'm going to open that uh, after we finish this recording. So, okay. So uh, now that we all know how old I am, um, we're going to. So last time me and Mike talked a lot about Avengers Endgame, like, like, like a lot, a lot, like a lot, a lot. Like we have a lot to say about that movie. Yeah. yeah so uh, we are going to go a little bit back in our day uh, later in the episode. For now, we have an interesting thing that me and Mike have been doing for the last few years, just for fun. And again, this is just for fun as well. Uh, it we we got it from Slash Film and the Slash Film Cast, which is a website and podcast that we've been podcasts. listening to for years and years and years. And uh, it came from the Totally Rad Show as well. Which, all stuff that our basically... Our favorite podcast of all yeah, time. that me and Mike basically... This is kind of the reason why we're doing a podcast in general, I would think, or one of the main reasons why we Definitely. love this stuff. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was because you guys were super awesome and you wanted to share it with the world. <laughs> well, yes, that as well. Yeah, you're not wrong. That's why we podcast in general, yeah. Because yeah. we have so many intelligent things <laughs> to say. There's so many people out we have there to who share need it. to know how great they you guys are. They need to know about all of this. And they need to know <laughs> that the summer movie wager is... Uh, the ten, the ten movies and three dark horse movies that are going to rule the box office financially, uh, in Canada and the U.S. So that is the domestic box office, basically where these companies not make the majority of their money, but basically it's the domestic box office of who's going to be ranked one to ten, and three possibilities that could make it in the top ten of who's going to make the most money this summer. So it's just for fun. There's a little bit of a wager of whoever wins gets to tell the rest of the podcast 
one movie that is three hours or shorter that they get that everyone else has to watch is forced to watch. Yeah, we're doing the, the same summer. wager that the slash film same guys wager that slot yeah. the slash film guys go, and they got it from someone else as well. Mm-hmm. And these rules come from somewhere else. Um, so me and Mike and Mike's wife have a list mm-hmm. of that. Uh, Carl's involvement. He has a couple picks, but I'm building it. So I want to clarify before we jump into this. Obviously, it's going to be a bit of a back and forth, kind of like a tennis match of films, if you will. Yes. And my job is going to be uh, commentary and moderating, kind of seeing where your heads are at and kind of figuring out what we can actually expect from your picks. Rather than having kind of a biased tone to my own, I can kind of delve more into the detective side, do some investigating, and see why you guys actually and believe this. Wow, it's yeah. like a color commentary. Yeah, oh yeah, color commentary. Our own yeah. Panger. We got our own panger here. Here. We got Panger and Dan <laughs> Shulman over here and Carl Garnish. Nice. Uh, I would say you're at that level as well. Yeah. yeah, so you look at basically all the movies that are coming out this summer, and you try to rank them 1 to 10 in uh, performance at the box office, yeah. right? Okay, so the guys at Slash Film, we'll go back to them as well. The way they do it is they go from 1 to 10. Right. Do you want to do it that way, or do you want to go from 10 to 1? I mean, 1 is obvious. Okay. It's just going to be Endgame. That's that's mm-hmm. number 1. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm sure... Let's just go 1 to 10. Okay, so we'll go in 10. Um, all right, so 1 is Endgame. Endgame. And, yeah. and I'm assuming your wife has the yep. same mm-hmm. as well. Uh, okay, so because you have 2 in front of you, uh, what's, what is your number 2 and your wife's number 2? We both went with Lion King. Okay. All right. You guys Carl, heard about this one? This is interesting. This is interesting because Disney's got a few on the presses right now. You they know, we got have, Aladdin, we got Lion you King. You look at this list and it's Endgame is technically Disney. I mean, so so basically yeah. what I'm gonna assume right before we jump into this, I have a very bizarre feeling that the catalyst for most of the picks are gonna be Disney related, it seems. Or at least Dead Disney's on. gonna be one of those production based kind of like juggernauts in this oh, list. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, they've they have ruled, to be, They've right? ruled the summer for how many years now, right? And now with, with the Fox stuff going forward by next year, it's going to be like 80% <laughs> Disney. So what's your number two then? My number two, so I, I struggled with this because I think this is this is tricky. I just, I picked Toy Story 4. Okay. So. Well, okay, yeah. okay, okay. And I think that might hurt me a little bit because it's it feels like an unnecessary movie. And it feels like Toy Story 3, which I believe really wrapped things up in a really great way for those movies. But Toy Story still, one, it's obviously for kids, and it still, for me, has such a nostalgia feel for me going back to the all three of them. It's really. almost like it's got a friend in you or something. It's almost, <laughs> It's almost like there's some sort of tune in the background. I'm not sure how that tune would go, Carl, but you got a friend in me. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. So that so because I have a friend in in Woody and Buzz and the gang, I think that's I don't know, that's my number 2 and stuff. Although my number 3 is Lion King. So those, our, those I struggled with those both two. Both of our number 3s, Toy Story 4. Yeah. So the top 3 is basically set in stone. It's just yeah, what order say. of the of So the you, you guys two. all yeah. agree on Endgame and then we kind of yeah. have a fluctuation based on we think the success. And I mean, yeah. the thing is you guys are both kind of playing as we just look at the top 3 here. Yeah. You're playing with uh two variables that I'm immediately picking out. Uh you know, Avengers is something that people have been anticipating. You know, we're talking about, as I'm sure you guys already knew, because you guys have seen the movie, just as a disclosure, I have not. So we can't unfortunately talk about what they already know, but at this, at least in this point in time. But we're talking about anticipation and nostalgia, it seems, in the top three here. We have what you guys were excited about and what you guys are fond of. That's a really good point, yeah. yeah. Because because The Lion King is another one of the Disney movies, speaking of Disney, obviously. Um, I mean, all three of these movies are Disney. <laughs> Technically. Um, we almost, like, didn't... Like Avengers is almost unfair. It almost shouldn't be included because like you I, already I knew. I think it shouldn't be. It's you it's, knew the pre-sales. It's guaranteed. Like yeah, but but it was technically part of 
everyone that we follow but is on the website. So if you're exactly. making a bracket, you also have to be rational and and you have to think intelligently. Obviously, it's so anticipated yeah. that I mean, you're and it's going to run it's, through the summer it's, months it's the as well, right? Yeah, it's what the, yeah. it's what the so. data dictates, right? Yeah. Well, because and because movie. it makes so much money, and because it will probably be running for majority, if not all, of the summer, it is pulling people away from other movies, right? So it does affect True. who sits in the seats of other movies. True. Maybe not at the end of July when mm-hmm. pretty much the entire world has seen it by that point. If you look at the but, new movies that came out this week, like every studio avoided this weekend. It's hilarious. Yeah, of like course. nothing well, new came out. And they changed out. their date uh, six months ago or something, right. right? Back in like October, they're like, actually, it's not coming out in May. <laughs> it's coming out in April because, I don't know, maybe they're trying to be the nice guy and not squash everyone else, but... All right, let's move on to four because me and yeah. my wife have the, uh, also the same pick for number four. Oh, boring. Spider-Man Far From Home. Yeah, I do too. It's <laughs> number four. Okay. <laughs> is this really a competition or is this just you guys <laughs> no, showing I how think, close your friendship is? I think once you, you get to the second half, I think that's where you're going to get a lot of ju- jumbling around. I mean, the thing is, all of these movies are big movies. Like the lists really diverge Carl can kind of see my list from where he's standing right now, but, yes. but I think... These top four movies, in a lot of ways, are somewhat obvious. I, I actually find we'll get to your your list. I'm seeing li- yeah. something a little bit lower here. Uh, number I think seven. I know. Yeah, I think I. Yeah. And I'm 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 very curious. We'll get to that. Yeah. Okay, let's hear I'm your five then, Dave. Okay, so my five then is Detective Pikachu. My five is also Detective Pikachu. Ooh. So we're pretty, but my wife's number five, The yeah. Secret Life of Pets. Two. Ooh. Okay, now this is actually because I'm, I'm I can see you know David's list. Uh, I want to take a second. I want to ask a question, and hopefully you've gotten a bit of info from your wife on this mm-hmm. pick. The, you know, I didn't see the first. I didn't see the first one. Mm-hmm. We're secret life of pets. What is why? Yeah. Like why? Why would you think? I'll tell you why. Okay. I'll tell you why. And there's a very good reason why you put a movie like this high up on your list. It's because kids are out of school in the summer. And parents need something when the I hell have to kids do going to school with their kids in the summer. This is a, like a strategic oh, 100%, play. 100%. 100%. That's why that movie is on my list at all. It's going to be <laughs> a crap movie, but... Yeah. The first one's like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's just okay, right? I mean, it's cute. It's got pets. They talk. It's animated. That's really the only reason why I it, think. And because if you... Once, like me and Dave have been playing this like four or five years. And once you start playing, you see trends. And there's always at least two animated movies in the top ten. Well, there has to Always. be. Even think when we were kids. Even when Toy Story was out. Even yeah. the, even if Toy Story wasn't the big animated phenomenon that it was, after that happened, uh, even if it wasn't a huge movie, like, everyone went to go see those movies when they were kids. Because it's no parents, different now. Kids are kids. Well, and I think, I think one thing I want to point out, now that you brought that up, based on what I, what I initially said about anticipation and fond... Like, yeah, you know, sorry, we sort of blew past oh, no, no, that. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 that, we covered it perfectly. But just something I thought of, actually, as we're talking about st- strategy here... You know, David picking Toy Story 4 does have a bit of a, an edge based on mixing the two that we're talking right. about. It's nostalgia Animated. and anticipation that he thinks maybe it would secede your your Lion King right. only yeah. because it's a continuation of a series. The fourth, right? Endgame is like, what, three or four in, of its own, right? In the Avengers franchise. So David's kind of mixing the animation with obviously, you know, quote, I know there's animation and obviously the Marvel movies, no, no, but you know whatever. what I mean. Yeah, That's what could push it over. And the one yeah. thing that I find is or like... Or it could hurt it too because yeah. it seems like an unnecessary movie. I mean, not that Lion King is necessary. There but, are like yeah. some movies that perform, um, if they're like, if they're like a well-known property, like I'm thinking of like Mad Max the other year, but the movie also still has to be good. Like if Mad Max was, Mad Max was totally. a bad movie, it would, t- it would be super totally. bad. Then yeah. there's movies that are like critic-proof, like Secret Life of Pets 2. Like, yeah. Parents don't care if it's good or bad. They just need it doesn't matter. The critics doesn't matter. That movie's not meant for critics anyway. Okay, so yeah. I just want to quickly touch on why 
you picked Detective Pikachu as, as five in the top mm-hmm. five. Why did mm. I? Yeah. Because I'm biased and I think it's going to be good. And I think it's going to, I think it's the nostalgia. So I think it's people our age taking their kids. It's kids. Yeah. Pokemon games are still coming out. So all those people are going to go. And then I also think it's going to be good. And I think it's going to be good word of mouth and that's going to drive people. Yeah, I think the word of mouth thing might be big. And it, it comes out very, very soon. And I think it's PG. So I think it could like eat secret pets of uh, secret like pets <laughs> lunch. Gonna, it's going to eat it for lunch. Yeah. It's going to eat their kibble. Pikachu is going to eat that dog for lunch. <laughs> now, you guys you guys have been doing this Dark. for a bit. But I want to I point out something that I've also noticed. You know, we're talking a lot about... I like to call it like, I guess for me, and I'm sure if someone's listening, they might think I'm a goofball, but I don't know why, but it's just the way I have always thought. It's like the modern day rotoscoping. Like, you know, you're putting the <laughs> yeah. animations into these live action situations, right? Like we're talking about... Who framed Roger Rabbit, right? I mean, like <laughs> you think about you think about Avengers, right? It has its own animations. Now we're talking about Detective Pikachu. So you guys are, like, I'm curious more in the general sense, not about like the actual, like, you know, like validity of it being good or bad. Is live action the hot thing for 2019? Are we seeing like people want to see humans and like for example pokemon or like aliens and well like you mentioned with the mix of nostalgia plus animation plus whatever for my for for us just in general talking about lion king and toy story because those are both a bit of a mix of that detective pikachu is a mix of animation and live action but it's still pokemon it's still nostalgic it's still nostalgic and like mike mentioned they're still gonna keep making pokemon it's always gonna keep going or it seems like it's always gonna keep going and as much as I am not as deep into the Pokemon that you guys have been and Jordan has been, I still want to see this because it looks interesting to me. So I think it's just intriguing in general. I still think the Detective Pikachu part of it is not interesting to me in any way. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. Yes, yeah, I don't. But that's me because I don't. I don't know. But anyways, I think to your point, Carl, is that the live action stuff I think always dominates because there's just a wider market for it. Four so, quadrants, they say, right? Four is quadrants. That, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. So I think there's a mix of it, and Don't I think it, it comes into are, play. But... So that does come into play, yeah, I think, in my choice, at least. So. I think uh, animation has gotten so good these days that they can now make these, like, blended live action, like, just like Lion King, you know? And it's like, like Lion King They can look photorealistic. Yeah. yeah, and even the even the Pokemon stuff, like, sure, they're not real creatures, but... Yeah, look, now, I'll tell you why... Look at those trailers. They look pretty darn good. I chose like, this because I'm probably biased, but and I'll tell you why I think that this could be a bad pick and could be my downfall. For Detective Pikachu? Yeah, because oh. I think what the stat was, the recent P- Pokemon game, like Let's Go or whatever, sold 3 million copies in the first week, okay? If every single one of those people went to see the Pokemon movie, it would make, like, 50 grand. Yeah, but So that, to be number five, it has to many, make 200, 300 grand. How many grand. people... That's around the world. Three million that it sold? Yeah, I think so. Or no, North America, I North guess. Amer- How many yeah. people have a Switch? That's the, the thing. I know, think more people right? that bought the game are going to see the movie. because I'm people... just lucky that I have a Look, you're a Pokemon fan and you don't have a Switch. Yeah. So you okay. weren't part of that. You know so what? you're making me feel better. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I, th- I honestly think that this movie is going to do gangbusters. I That's think good. that it could do better than this. Wow. Better I than think, Spider-Man, eh? Yeah, I think that this movie could just rip it It has up. to be good, though, to do... I don't know. Yeah. The only thing I have to say about that, because, I mean, what we can talk about is I've seen Infinity War and I have seen Homecoming, and there's just that, eh, you know, I feel like, again, why I think it's strategic to pick Spider-Man maybe above, you know, Pokemon, for example. You're talking about a Marvel character, again, an icon. Like, people like these movies. There's so many people who love Spider-Man, and they yeah. actually were very successful with Homecoming, whether or not you like the movie or not, you can't deny the stats around the movie. I People hope you like really the movie, like the movie. I hope you like. Well, the I'm just movie. saying, but it was again, right? It's like <laughs> how many times, how many Peter Parkers, how many Spider Mans we got to go through till we start to get the blend that people remember from the comic books. So if they're promising that again, 
Homecoming was good. And I think, again, you have to keep in mind, I actually, something I've just been thinking about as you guys were talking about nostalgia, I think, you know, it, depending on when these movies come out, because we haven't actually talked about how, like, yeah, for the example, dates do come into it. We don't do have the dates come into play. Toy Story yeah. 4 comes before, you know, Lion King mm-hmm. or vice versa. You could also change the Toy ex- Story 4 and Lion King are, this, are the same, are, are a month apart. Toy Story just comes comes in a month early. So, you know, there's yeah. a lot riding on Toy Story 4 being the front runner here, because if Toy Story 4 does disappoint, we could be looking at a potential disdain towards Disney's, like, animation prospects yeah. Oh, yeah. and people might be deterred to go see lion king yeah which could hurt lion king standing in comparison to toy story 4 yeah and the same mm. thing with like you know endgame is great right spider-man i feel like doesn't actually suffer from the same issue disney's facing on the animation standpoint of its of its classic no. characters because well it, like endgame is great are you going to put spider-man up to the same standard as endgame no, no it, it's, not. it's yeah, going to no. do a fraction of Endgame. Yeah, and that's totally fine. I don't think they expect it to be bigger. Yeah. Okay, so we stopped at five. Okay, that, okay so... <laughs> so uh, we'll go back to my six. Okay, my what? six yep. is Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Calvin and, and Hobbs. Mrs. Powers' sixth is yeah. Dark Phoenix. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh. oh, man. Now, now, if I may, that's a <laughs> franchise that... Wife power, come on! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, yeah, no. <laughs> she, I told her like that's kind of if you want, but she was. She's pretty. You know, but she it. actually has won this the last two she, years, or no, at least last she year. She won it last year. So she, I thought yeah. I had it in the bag last she year. She would have had Incredibles it, two as number two, won, and you yeah. guys didn't. Mm-hmm. And then I, I guess the rest of my list sucked. But I won't lie. Okay. Okay. So wait. We, so before we get to it, I have Hobbs and Shaw as number six as well. Oh wow. So we're similar. Eh? Yeah. Before now, hold on. Let's let's address the one person who's not here, which is his, Mike mm-hmm. Mike's wife. I yeah. want to just quickly get your commentary on this because you guys obviously can go back and forth on why this is number six. It's actually interesting that she picked that because I have this weird confidence because the X Men movies for me, you know, with the newer cast, I like them. I like them. Oh, I'll say there's always a one bad one, one good one, one bad one, one good one. Yeah, the last one was the last one was bad. Feels like it almost feels like I kind of yeah I go up and down with them like mm-hmm. not trying to judge them harshly, like, I just find that some of them I prefer more than others, depending on how I'm feeling. Sometimes I want to watch them, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I find myself going on all those YouTube clips, going like, oh, I remember that scene, that's a cool scene. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because I have this weird feeling that this is one of those correction films. Like, Dark Phoenix is one where they're like, okay, what did we not like about the last movie? Okay, let's not do that again. Let's try to focus in maybe more on the story again and focus on the And you know also accuracy. why I think you could be right? Because Dark Phoenix is a super, super popular yeah, uh, a it's a really it's a good, good time to bring line. it out, especially when we're talking Very, about like a lot of iconic people you know, from superheroes. Yeah. Our age love it from the Sun- cartoons. Sansa's in it. Sansa. Yeah, people <laughs> love it from the that that, uh, '90s cartoon, and people love it from the comics. So, so people like it. People are going to want to see Phoenix in the well, theater. Well, I, I mean, want to see this because of the storyline. Yes. I don't want to see it because it's, I would the say it's the most the beloved X Men. Your wife has a good formula going here, though. If you think about it from the the data standpoint, Game of Thrones. Coming up on its Sansa. It's coming up on its finale. Because <laughs> a lot of and people... look how you identify her. You're using her yeah, Stark name, her. right? Like you're using her character from Game of Thrones rather than. I mean, not that she who's... hasn't been in the movies till now, but that's. I mean, who, what are you going to call her? Sansa Stark or Jean Grey? Clearly, honestly, you're though, her by the Game of honestly, Thrones. though, I would not be surprised if the fact that she's such a central character at this point in the show and has been for the last couple of years that it will help this movie. I honestly think that it will. You know, though, I will say this about characters becoming really iconic. For example, Robert Downey Jr. does a movie that's not Avengers. 
You're going to see anyone but Tony Stark? There's has a... he done anything? No, no. But the my... judge. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my... yeah, and that was no, no. his movie, too, I think, But my right? point yeah. is, my point is, but like, that's it. He's been, he's been typecasted now. Like, yeah. even Stan Lee, you know, rest in peace, yeah. said that, like, if there was a Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr. has become his character, like, in living Absolutely. form. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you, you have to remember, yeah, plays a, that plays a role. Like, when you see Dark Phoenix, do you really see, like, the actress playing Jean Grey, or do you see Sansa Stark now, like, going supernova I, in front I of you. Thi- I think that it just hasn't been enough of a buildup, and they've done so many course corrections, and there's technically two groups of X-Men movies. She's not She's not my Jean Grey. Like, the Fam- Famke Jensen or whatever is, I think, The original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she always was my Jean Grey. Re- she's really good. She I mean, great. those, those three great. movies are very good. Yeah. Like, those are the no, ones the third we tech- terrible. Those are the ones I grew up on. Yeah, same, exactly. Yeah. When that first movie came out, man, that was... Massive, because well, we had no no other comic. comic yeah, that was massive. And yeah. you know what? You look back, it's really not that bad. It's a pretty. It holds up darn actually. Good like, movie. Even though they yeah. didn't have big budgets and. And CG. I guess the only thing that is with X Men is that they haven't been amazing movies. I thought like First Class was really fun and stuff. I like those movies, but I think, I think for people our age, again, we're gonna go back to some nostalgia stuff and really stick with our back in my day <laughs> sort of feel to the podcast. Is that I still. Have a even if the X three or whatever they call that last stand is was it last stand was the third one yeah out of that group mm-hmm. even though that one was the worst that wrapped up probably that and I guess um, uh, Wolverine uh, oh his, his movies wrap, origins yeah yeah like like there were missteps with those characters as well but those guys and specifically Wolverine are still I think. Our X Men. Yes, and they always will be. Yeah. It's the same with Tobey Maguire playing Peter Parker. I mean, that's for yeah. you, maybe, maybe for, for you. For I know, you. Yeah. I know. That's kind of a you know, that's that's something that's kind of a hot one. Yeah, we've, like, gone, we've gone through people that can go yeah. like, through Andrew Garfield to Tom, and and they can go back to you know Toby. But I will just say like that same variable plays a factor, right? Depending on how you identify with a certain. Yeah, it does play a factor. Yeah, and my my I know Spider Man Three wasn't great. Yeah, but I'd still watch no, it, just it again. Wasn't good. Just wasn't good. And 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 <laughs> Spider Man Three, arguably, <laughs> I'm saying it's not good. Mike just has no here, words. Just that movie about. offended me. I, <laughs> <laughs> until until they brought it up and poke fun at it hey, in Spider Verse. Yes. <laughs> but, but I but I would be lying if I said I didn't go see Venom because of my nostalgia to Spider Man Three, where I was okay. like. I find Fair this your Venom nostalgia comes from Spider-Man. 3? I will not lie. That movie not only scared me but intrigued me because I said this is such an interesting character. Did you have no Venom nostalgia from like the nineties? No, I didn't get it. That was unfortunately not where I yeah, got it. Yeah, for me, I got it from like Super Nintendo games. And he was a massive comics. character in the comics. He's such in the a nineties style he's such character. Nineties, he's so because oh. he's so radical. I'm just so interested to hear that. Like Spider-Man three made new Venom fans. Like I love that. That's awesome. Oh, man. it's so puzzling. He's such a great character. Well, because you have to remember, if you weren't introduced to like Venom, and I think this is actually something you guys can agree with like in the comic books like mm. they talk about the symbiote but when you see it take like a manifestation as mm. like you know it was Eddie the cartoon Rock that literally has the symbiote crawl down his throat cool. yeah. and his cool. like you know he has like sharp teeth and, yeah. his, and like you know whether or not you think it's as accurate as well like watching the symbiote kind of like change the way his skin sits Dude, in the comic and it moves on his face yeah. it's like that is an intriguing thing for someone who's not identifying through the yeah. comics oh first. like when they totally. introduced him like todd mcfarlane invented um Venom, right? And it was like a, spawn, it was like a, right? yeah, he didn't respond to it, but yeah. he invented Venom. And it was like a reason, I think it was like a reason to get the black suit basically off of Peter Parker because he, w- he wanted to draw the Spider Man in the classic suit. But he, at the time, Spider Man was wearing the black suit 
And he needed a reason to get the black suit off of him. So then he invented the symbiote. It's blah, blah, yeah. blah. It was such a cool character that Marvel like turned him into an anti-hero. Which like, I how think do we is, make this guy like star his own book? So they had to kind of make him good, like pivot him to kind of be good yeah. and not stop but eating heads I think and stuff. I think he's a very interesting character So iconic. Yeah. Well, look what they, I yeah. mean, you can watch it on YouTube. Like, for example, the origin stories of like, look how many symbiotes they came after, how he still, oh, you know, like, keeps yeah. his strength. They, they, it's they, great. He blew up. He became his yeah. own universe. Absolutely. Yeah. And totally great. Okay. So let's move on to seven. Yeah? Let's go to seven. Uh, yeah. Mike, go ahead. Okay. My seven is a movie that hasn't been dis- uh, mentioned yet. That's Aladdin. Okay. Oh my goodness. My really? wife's seven, Hobbs and Shaw, which says close okay. to us. Yeah. So mine's also Aladdin. I feel like you guys, I feel like this is like the weirdest friendship bonding is literally podcast the only thing we have ever. different is two and three right now. I think it is. You only differed on what you thought would be more successful <laughs> oh, out of the same picks. Yeah, exactly. That's all you're, you're okay, arguing Let's go right to now. A and C, okay? Okay, wait. Okay, so. But I do want to talk about Aladdin. Yeah. Okay. Aladdin, so that's what Carl was referring to when he said, yes. oh, your number seven is odd. And then I realized, wait, now, Mike hasn't said it yet either. I want to ask a simple question. Okay. Is it is it lower because of certain people playing certain roles? Yes. The, yeah. And um, because of a certain photo that hit the internet. I uh, I think I, that has something to do with it for people our age. I just feel like yeah. sometimes you have actors who've hit their peak, hit their prime, and I get that we've we've seen like you know actors who maybe weren't in the spotlight as much. Like for example, Captain Marvel, Jude Law. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Successful revival, in my opinion. I saw Captain Marvel, so we, you know, oh, great, you did. Nice. great character. He, I actually thought it was a pretty good role. Yeah, I would be lying because I, I felt like they were kind of resurrecting a bit of a. I, I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone listening to this. I, <laughs> for me, Jude Law, he's been in like I remember him in Sherlock Holmes with Robert Downey, Downey Jr. and I was like, okay, 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 I'll give him that. Seeing him in Captain Marvel, I was like, it's, I'm good to see him again, but I, I couldn't help but feel like okay. So someone wants to get in on the Marvel cut. Like, so I almost feel like it's, yeah, is, be, yeah. is Will Smith just trying to get into the Disney family too here? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that has something to do with it, but it's just, I think, I think the, the thing is, this is, I mean, this is just like the Lion King and just like Beauty and the Beast was like, that's, that's the thing is that there's now there's two of these this summer, whereas when Beauty and the Beast made all its money and did so well a couple of years ago, it was the only one that year. I was just talking I to think. my wife about this and it's like. Like they're making they're making the animated movies into live action, right? Yeah. Twenty if, years later, twenty five years Disney, later. If you were Disney, so how many classic animated movies are there? Ten, maybe fifteen. You know? the ones that stand out. Yeah. I mean, these are both nineties movies. Say ten, okay. These are these are specifically Lion, Lion King and Aladdin are specifically. I know. Yeah. From I mean, our but they're childhood. going back all the way to like Snow White and Cinderella and remaking. I mean, though, live action, you know, when, right? when you talk about the classic Disney movies, though, like there is just so much focus and planning. Whether or not you, people think of them as propaganda for like, my goodness, Robin Williams playing the genie. Yes. Like it's just. Yeah, oh. it's it, the but, genie is Robin I mean, Williams. But these, can't follow Robin Williams. No, no but these no. movies like make money, right? So if you're Disney, that's the thing. Why would you release three in one year? Like, why would you release three? Like, four? like there is Dumbo just came out. Oh, Dumbo! I forgot about Lion Dumbo. King Which and bombed, Aladdin are all coming out the same year. Like, wouldn't you just release trickle them out one a year? Yeah. And that's what I was just thinking. Well, to what? be fair, yeah, right? to be fair, why did they do that? Dumbo didn't have the same anticipation and nostalgia that I think a lot of people today. Well, Dumbo's older, right? Dumbo's going back to Pinocchio levels of like... Yeah, and they'll redo that too. I think they already are, yeah. If they redo Pinocchio, though, I feel like it will suffer the same fate as Dumbo. And again, speculation here. Just want to clarify, if you're listening, you're getting offended if you love these movies. But I feel like even when I saw the Dumbo trailer, I was like, oh. Yeah. This is the direction they took. Don't get me wrong, Tim, Tim Burton. uh, There's some work that my family and I have, you know, we thought, hey, that's great. Mixing the dark Tim Burton with happy-go-lucky Disney is like, 
But Dumbo it's, is it's kind a balancing of dark. Act. I, yeah. So is Pinocchio. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> they're dark. They're dark. Pinocchio yeah, I'm not talking about like the movies. I'm just talking about the strategy of releasing three of them in one year. Well, that's that's why I when think... you only have like ten or twelve to do, yeah. like you could have, have like a ten year stream and like I I, I think they're trying to do the Marvel effect though. They're something. trying to do the pattern. They're trying to get you hooked on the nostalgia. Yeah, so maybe. you're going, oh, I loved Aladdin. No, oh, I loved Lion King. Well, that's oh, I all this is. I want more. After Toy Story, I need more here. Like I just don't think it looks as good. I, I I don't watch a ton and of the trailers. director Guy Ritchie is kind of it's just and really again, is that how they're doing this? They're basically like stacking yeah, each Ritchie. of these like iconic like the man from Uncle loved that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying movie, to do yeah. something like this. They bring in Tim Burton, Guy Ritchie, and then they bring in who's uh, who's doing John Favreau. Oh my goodness, Lion King. Yeah, well he did he did Jungle Book and stuff. All right, let's. Do you want to go okay. eight? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, eight. Go okay. ahead. That's where. Don't tell me you have this as well, but also go with uh, the wife's got uh, Godzilla too. And I have mm. Secret Life of Pets too. No, are you? <laughs> okay, so clearly, like, you guys are. Oh, my uh, God. oh no! <laughs> Wait, what's your number nine then? You want to move to nine? But just because okay. of okay. like, like, the like, same let's one. Just see. Dark Phoenix. That's uh, your nine. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Okay, we got something. Okay, different. and what's what's the wife's number nine? Aladdin. That's where she has Aladdin. Okay. Oh wow, she's really pricing it low. Honestly, I think Aladdin could do worse than yep, seven. I think, I'm just I think saying, he could drop I'm just saying because it because it's Aladdin. You're trying to hope it plays off to the same, like even a shred of the same as Toy Story and Lion King. Here. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think I I just I think that Lion King just has an edge because it's animals and because so what's it's, your nine? Uh, so my nine's Godzilla too. The second okay. the second guys. I think it looks cool. I I. I thought the first one was decent and stuff. I saw but the first one. It was yeah, it was pretty good. It was surprisingly good. I, I just think it looks cool, and I think it's like a, every summer, even when we were kids, even when the first Godzilla came out with Matthew Broderick in it and stuff, right? Godzilla two thousand. No, that was just Godzilla, wasn't it? No, it was Godzilla two thousand. Can I just Is say that though, about that called? movie? Yeah. I feel like I know this might even be a bit of a contentious thing to say. I actually thought that movie did the whole suspense and like mm-hmm. darkness thing. Better than all of them. I still remember that trailer when you hear like the, the like the all light flash and you just see Godzilla's like silhouette and Matthew Brovick's like, like, do you hear that? And I like ha- the water yeah. shakes and it's just like that. You mean, you mean is- Jurassic Park? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> when you yeah, say by all it's, of them, are you comparing like the old Japanese ones or just like that no, one? No, and the just new based one? on the like that one being then. like in, okay. in the realm yeah. of like actually like you know the North American, the North American ones. Yeah. yeah. I, for, for me, like there was just something about. That like even so much so that movie had such an impact on me. When I saw Cloverfield, I thought they were trying to copy the Godzilla mm-hmm. suspense. Well, that's yeah. I think that's what everyone's suspicion was and stuff. Uh, I haven't seen that original Godzilla in ages. Like it's not really the ages. original Godzilla, uh, but, right? But, well, I mean, like original of this modern North American age. One, yeah. Okay, I just trying to like, save yeah. you some. Like I just uh, feel like though with Godzilla, emails. one of the issues I have with those kind of movies, and I'm not sure if many viewers would feel the same. I mean, I don't blame you guys for putting it lower. Is like it's like the Transformers effect. Are people over that idea where it's like? Oh, that shot of them always looking up and like... I'll give you a spoiler alert. I did not have Godzilla on my list. At all. I think... I I, I agree. I think it's going to be bad. I think... Oh, really? I don't think the first one was really received that well. But he's fighting other monsters, right? Isn't that kind of the premise? I think that that's cool enough to get... This is my the theory. Teenagers extra. Into in order to it, make know? a lot of money in the summer, you have to be like a four quadrant movie, meaning you have to hit like all age groups and all yeah. demographics. And right. this movie hits like it might one not. Or two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I could see that. It's I not mean, like um, a PG movie. You know, the old people aren't going to want to watch it. I mean, my it. fear is no, that, no. And to, to to Mike's point on this, David. My only fear with Godzilla Two is there is there anticipation for it, or are they trying to make hype for it? Like, see, for me, 
am I motivated to go see Godzilla 2? Like, I mean, it's a, it's a bad comparison compared to Avengers. No, there's like a, mag- it's something magnetic about like the Disney movies like you guys are yeah, saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's something that almost draws you from the familiarity and even the unknowns. It's not one that you I, answer. it's definitely not one that I'm that super confident in. That was my nine. Okay. And do, then, you yeah. do you want to wrap up the list? Yeah, so ten, uh, go ahead, we'll start. Okay, ahead. I hope we don't have this. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And what's, what's the wife's? Men in Black International. Mine's Men in Black. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, mine's Men in Black. Uh, this is playing off the fact that two things for me is one, again, this is this is me wanting to love this movie because I love the first and decently like the third one out of Men in Black. Uh, I dislike the second one. I know, Carl, you, you're you a second a Men in Black 2 person, at least in some ways. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad. I, it's just personally not my not my thing. But I grew up on them. That's that's yeah. all. Just, and it's just I, one of those movies. Men in Black was one of the movies that I Fair enough. could watch over and over and over the even first, now. Yeah. Um, and the fact that two Avengers characters are in it. I think people want more, especially uh, of Chris Hemsworth. I think that, has, that will have something to do with it. Um, and for people our age, it's still looking back to the late 90s, and it's kind of perfect timing. And I think enough people have forgotten about two and three, especially two-ish. See, that's a movie where I'd like to see Will Smith come back. I'm sure he'll make a cameo yeah, in it. But might. it honestly would be better be if, that. like, they brought back Will Smith and he had a new guy. Because maybe, you know, obviously, like, people retire, people die. But, like, it'd be actually interesting if, like, they took it from the angle where, like, Will Smith was there. Because that's a movie where Will Smith would shine. Because that's what I think of Will I Smith think, as. I think if they were to do something like that, whether best. it's he, him or Tommy Lee Jones, he just shows up as, like, a side thing quickly and that's it. I wouldn't want him to be. I, I would laugh my like butt off if Tommy Lee Jones got, like, yes. the memory <laughs> wiped if again he show, if he as sh- a post office worker. Like, yeah, 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 he's yeah. like, here's your mail. And they're like, thanks. That's it. That's all they And that's need. what retirement that's is at. They, they just wipe you for so good. I'm like, so the, in okay, the, so why so why uh, Hollywood? Why, I'll uh, just say in the movie wager, like we do the 10, then we also have three dark horses. Yes. So the dark, like, I don't think we said this, but every movie, if you get it right, bang on, is worth like so many points. If you get it one spot number away. Number one and number 10 are worth the most points. Yeah, if you get them bang if on. If you get them bang on. So we pretty much all have it. It's Avengers. like 13 points. Everything else is 10. So 10's a big pick because one is going to be one. Right. It's going to be end game. Everything else is like one spot away, two spot away. It's worth like seven or five. Yeah. The, the, the dark horses, if you get them right, if if they show up any, anywhere in the top 10, it's only worth one point. One point. If they so they're kind of like, they're ones that you kind of like, Wish you could fit on your list, but you couldn't. And they so, could be tiebreakers Men in Black something. is my my dark horses are Men in Black, Godzilla, and uh, John Wick. Okay. So those are three that I just couldn't find room on my list. And I think any three of them could jump into the top ten. Yeah. And like something like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood could drop out. Once Upon a Time in yeah. Hollywood for me is because out of those four, so I was choosing between these four, like Once Upon a Time, Men in Black, Godzilla, John yeah. Wick. It's the one that I'm most excited for, and it's the one that I think is gonna have the best word of mouth. Yeah, so you're playing you're playing a smart game with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because yeah. what was my first reason for even looking at this trailer was DiCaprio. DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. And Pitt. It's got yeah, star power, man. It's got, it's got some heavy casting. Cast yeah. is unreal. And Tarantino goes way back to Pulp Fiction. So I, I like most of his movies. It definitely takes them, the older demographic. For sure, yes, like yeah. mom, And that's dads. why I don't think it's going to make it. One rated not R even movie always horse. makes it I don't think it's. 10. I don't think it's going to make that much money. Like, it has to be good, like really good. I think it will be good, but I don't okay. think there's enough people. I don't know, though. You know, kids are like, kids are interesting because sometimes they go back, right? Like there's a thing like you're mentioning, like the nostalgia But only a certain age of kid is going to be allowed out into this movie. Mm, right, right. Like, right, it's a Tarantino right, right. Fair movie. Enough, fair enough. You can't just take a kid to go see Pulp Fiction. You can't just take a kid to go see Kill Bill. But sometimes right? a radar movie sneaks in, like, Bridesmaids and stuff. And, and I'll go over my wife's quickly. Bridesmaids she, is hilarious, She had Once though. Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, John Wick 3, <laughs> yeah. and Detective Pikachu in her Dark Horses. Dark Horse. <laughs> so she doesn't Ooh, think it's going to be a No confidence 10. in the Pokemon. So what, what's your top 10 to round Dark off? Phoenix, John okay. Wick, and the only thing that we haven't mentioned yet, Rocket Man. 
I knew you were going to pick that. Yeah, I know. You and your Elton John. Hey, yeah, me and my Elton John, yeah. I think... Um, but I think it's going to be a long, long time before that wins the Dark Horse. Well, you know, I think maybe it would make it anywhere between 8 to eight to 10, and that's it. I don't think it would go any higher than that. It could happen. I could see it happening. It could happen because yeah. I think it looks... I mean, it looks fun. Um, I'm bad at this, so like I've never won. So like, I, I, I just think it looks fun. I wanna, I'm dying to see it because I love that music. And also... I, I think it, it feels like they're doing a little bit of across the universe type of feel where it's not just a straight up biopic. It is about that, but they're doing some fun stuff with, at least from the trailer anyway, they're doing some fun stuff with the way that they present his music and his performances, which makes it more than just a straight up Bohemian Rhapsody approach to it. It is, it's probably more of that and typical than it isn't, but that might make people more interested because it seems like a, Slightly it's different not a bad pick. approach. Anyways, I just wanted to pick. Some, that was Those also, little lists. We should post them online as well in case we will. We'll really post them. We'll, we'll have focus, uh, but, we'll have the pictures of them or yeah, something like that. Cool. So um, and we'll post them, and anybody can prove us wrong and and add their their picks to it. And I'll and, say it again: defending champion is the what is Mrs. Power, wife Power. Yes. And the movie she picked last year was Practical Magic, so she made me watch it. So if you haven't watched it yet, I have not watched that. Like the the old Practical Magic movie? Yeah, like the Nicole Kidman, uh, Sandra Bullock one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. I I remember not hating it, but it's a good movie, actually. She loves it. Okay. All right, that's fine. I could do that. Yeah, she could have picked something a lot worse. (laughs) Yes, 100%. Yeah. I mean, really, that's kind of the goal. Why when you're watching High School Musical? (laughs) (laughs) Of course we are. Of course we are. And you have to sing it as a part of that. It's a musical, you know. You have to sing along. It's an adventure. Are you going to give us like the the YouTube? The sing along version, yeah, yeah, it has the lyrics on it, and you have to sing every song. (laughs) The karaoke version. I don't need the lyrics. I know Me too. Me too. I do. Oh, I don't know any of that I'm stuff. Setting, but... None of those. <laughs> All right, so those are our lists. We're going to uh, post those online, like Mike said. Sweet. Feel free to uh, add to that list. Um, we'll get Carl's picks in as well. Yep. Uh, moving forward, we'll post those with ours as well. Yeah, we'll I wonder what I'm going to pick, yeah. wink, wink, in order to keep up with these guys. <laughs> what will be? Yeah, I know, right? Now that you know everything. But still, I mean, no, but you know, even some though, of them are like, that I, It's interesting to hear what you have to say. You know, good cases it's made, fun. bad cases maybe. You know, like you know? it, Carl. It's fun to like follow the box office every weekend, like see how your list is like panning out. Like, good, Investing just, my time, yeah and, yeah. and with the Summer Movie Wager website, it actually updates it every weekend. Yeah, go use Automatically. The so use that Summer Movie Wager website. I think, yeah, just summermoviewager.com. Um, and it really, really works. It's great. It's such a good way to do it. Just bookmark that and check back every Sunday night, Monday morning or whatever. Uh, see how wrong we are and see how right you are and see how wrong and right Carl and see how and wrong Mike's horribly right. wrong Carl was yeah I think secret life of pets is gonna be the number one <laughs> <laughs> there it is <laughs> what is this what is the story about toys it's got heart guys it's, oh, it's got I'm real sure, heart I'm sure it does <laughs> all right uh, thanks everyone for listening uh, we are going to get into a couple more things as, as we move along here Carl thanks again for uh, coming on in it's a pleasure thank yeah, you for having always me again a, always a pleasure to have you here Mike Thanks again, sir. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. So we got another list going. Mike loves his list. I love lists. Here, right? yeah. I love doing this stuff. Yeah. This is cool because we can follow along as the summer goes on. And what yeah. we can do is actually update as the summer goes on, too, if love we have it. a chance. And again, follow us on uh, social media. Uh, day thanks back to the slash filmcast. And, slash yes. film for and thanks to those guys idea. for kind of inspiring us in multiple ways mm-hmm. for... For the podcast it's and out for of love. episodes It's out like of love. This. We're not trying it to is. copy you to steal ideas. <laughs> we love your ideas, and thank you for doing what you're doing to help us have a conversation as well. Absolutely, man. Carl is exactly very, very... Uh, we can never live up play. to their... Uh, no, and we're not going to try. No. We're just going to do our own thing, and it is what it is, right? Um, 
Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, grab us on uh, on uh, social media at Day Back In, and you can follow along with all our stuff there. And, of course, our podcast will be out uh, Monday mornings and continue there. Thank you very follow much for listening. Follow us on other podcasts, Back In Day. Ba- <laughs> no, I don't even know if that's ours. What, Carl? <laughs> Come on. Back okay, everyone. Thanks very much for listening. I mean, he, he didn't even change his voice. It just it just sounds like him. The point is, my daughters, they may never see their dad again, but you can be damn sure that they're looking up at that big screen this summer and they're gonna see Detective Pikachu. <laughs> We're not going. Pika Pika. <laughs> <laughs>